When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before, but hospital-grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask, no Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doingourpart. Fair amount of toilet talk, but not childish. I promise. What? It's one more thing. What? Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. It's actually only tangentially related to the the, the, the porcelain, uh, you know, miracle itself. It's uh, miracle. Oh yeah, please the the flush toilet. What would you call it? I call it a miracle. All right. Call it hell of a good time. <laughs> My best friend. My dad grew up without flush toilets, and he was fine. Yeah, was he? Yeah. Was he? I think so. All right. Uh, hey, uh, what happened, Michael? Something happened to your gal pal? Yeah, she's been out all morning, uh, got up early to look for the toilet tissue, because you got to get there right when the store opens now, apparently. Yeah, she- Judy scored a package at, uh, I think it was the Target the other day, but they're rationing it, only one package per, which right. is fine. We just need an emergency supply. Well, they opened at 9, and they ran out at 9.15. So oh, boy. We, yeah, so we didn't get any from Target. She did find some from Whole Foods, but they're only do, giving you literally one roll. They're selling, they're, they've opened, like, the packages, basically. And they're and, kale leaves. Oh, boy. Pretty much. Well, that would be gentle. Limit one per customer, so we got one single roll right now. Gemini. You've got Limit. one roll in your whole house? No, no, we've got oh, some okay. more, but we wanted to get, you know. Cut back least. on your calories. Yeah. Wow, that's rough. So uh, I wanted to show this to you. We got an email from a listener who lives in Vietnam in uh, Ho Chi Minh City. Uh, perhaps you call it Saigon. Expat community and a, a bunch of them. Two hundred fifty. We talked about this on the Armstrong and Getty Show, but... Like 250 people from their tiny little expat neighborhood went to a St. Patrick's Day party, and one of the dudes who was there, a Brit, tested positive for coronavirus. So the communist authorities in Vietnam, who have surveillance cameras everywhere and could figure out who was at that party, are rounding everybody up. And they once they figure out who you are and where you live, they come to your home and tell you, you got 20 minutes. You're going to a, a quarantine camp. And you throw your crap together, and they bring you to one of these quarantine camps, which are jammed up and everything. And I told you, I'm waiting to hear back. And leaving's not an option? Leaving Vietnam? Yeah, probably. I don't know. Probably not that easy That's to funny. Do. She didn't mention that. Of course, if you live there. Probably not at that point. Yeah, I'll bet they don't let you go to the airport and spread it around. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm seeing if she wrote back yet. It'll take me a while to look because we're, you, you folks are coming back with lots of really interesting, cool emails and all, but that means there's a hell of a lot of them. But anyway, she sent her, oh, around these, sent us these pictures of the... Uh, the uh, quarantine camps. Uh, let's see. How can I move this up so you all can see it a little better? Um, I'm actually going to call uh, Jack and Sean, whoever wants to come over to come over and look at them. Um, why Why is this not bigger? Uh, that's I'm like what an old she guy. said. Yeah, that's what she said. That's nice. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so come over here, Jack. I'll show you these. This is the quarantine camp. Is the and bucket she said, what I think the bucket is for? Yes. Um, these quarantine camps are old, like army barracks that are no longer used anymore. Military schools closed down university dorms. So there's one of them. Here's it looks like a bad Chevron gas station. Yeah, there you go. That looks like an abandoned dormitory with people sleeping on cardboard. Uh, look at that. There's two stalls. One has a toilet. The other just has a bucket. 
And what's that for? I don't even know. And then there you go. Just filth and squalor and rust. And Yikes. look at that. There you go. There's one of your bath fixtures. That that thing hasn't spit water since I was in high school. I'm going to have to leave a bad Yelp review when I leave there. Pile of garbage. Is, oh, my God. Can you imagine? I think we should send soldiers into Vietnam to try to fix this situation. <laughs> You're going to have to give me a minute. You're going to have to give me a minute. Oh, that reminds me. It's funny. I was just thinking of uh, the Bay of Pigs, weirdly enough. Because you're eating bacon or something. (laughs) No, I was thinking of being... It's funny. It was during one of the commercial breaks during the show. I was going off to get some caffeine juice, and I was thinking about what we'd just been talking about and how we, the people, have to ask the difficult questions and don't be, don't trust the government to do the right thing and never, as I always say, never be worshipful toward politicians or the government. You can respect them if you want or agree with them or vote for them or contribute to them. I don't care. But never be worshipful because they're people like us and, and often very flawed people. But for some reason, my memory clicked back to a day when, is Gladys, does Gladys hang around for the podcast these days? I don't even remember. I think she's socially distanced. I cast my mind back to when I was in elementary school. Playing the harp with a mask and gloves on. Not easy. Right. Boy, your touch is as silky as always, though, with those rubber gloves on. Um, It's it's the big yellow dishwashing gloves, oddly enough. Those are not uh, sanitary gloves, Gladys. Those are for dishes. She said she survived the Spanish flu. She'll survive this. (laughs) Good enough. (laughs) So uh, World World War I vet Gladys here. But I came home from elementary school, uh, and and I said my dad was home, or I was talking to my dad, uh, and it was about John F. Kennedy, and I spouted the usual nineteen early nineteen seventies worshipful line about Kennedy, the young president, Camelot. Uh, history uh, hero, Camelot. Uh, do ask not uh, what your country can do for you, and and he said, listen, he said he's an all right, he's a good guy, but. He said, uh, there were a hell of a lot of birds that were about to come home to roost for the Kennedy administration. And he hit me with a couple that I, as whatever I was, seven or eight years old, could understand. He said, you know, we we sponsored this terrible invasion of Cuba that went completely wrong. And there were awful problems at the FBI and blah, blah, blah. He said, you know, just he wasn't a god and he wasn't a king. He was a president and he was an okay one, but there are plenty, plenty of problems. And I remember it. It's funny that it would sear its way into my memory like that. Cause a, I have a terrible memory, but B um, it must've been because I'd never heard anybody question America's Prince before, certainly not in school. And it was just good to hear from my dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't a God. Come on now. And that was like an early formative moment. I didn't appreciate it at the time. I haven't appreciated it much through the years, but it occurs to me now that I thought, oh, wow, everybody talks about this guy in such glowing, affectionate terms. Turns out he made mistakes. Huh? how interesting. So, you know, don't worship. So when the government's saying don't wear a mask or do wear a mask or... Or don't wear a mask, then do wear a mask. You got to do your own independent research because yeah, who knows? Do if not wear being masks. Honest. They don't do any good, and they're critical for healthcare workers. They will save those workers' lives. Uh, excuse me. Uh, pardon me. You made a bit of a veer there that I didn't follow you. <laughs> bit of a logical uh, hairpin turn, and I think I flew out of the car. Yeah. Yeah. Well. 
Any other toilet-related? Uh, no. Untoilet sinks. Uh, How about sinks? I don't. Uh, Showers? I do not. Uh, that part of the of human uh, behavior, I stay away from. You ever read Everybody Poops, Jack? It's a classic. Oh, uh, yeah. To my kids, yes. <laughs> I don't know if I have the energy to go on. <laughs> wow. A cry for help wow. at the end no. of the podcast. No, I mean right now. Should I just oh, jump okay. in right now? <laughs> not in general. No, just right now. I was going to mention, speaking of children's books, Tommy DiPaolo passed away. Do you ever read any Tommy DiPaolo I books in your house? I don't know. Uh, he, what do you write? He, I see, I got to come up with that. Was he the Fifty Shades of Grey guy? Then yes. Uh, yeah, that's right. He wrote that, and it's a great read for your kids. Uh, enjoy that. Um, I'm sure they at Wikipedia, they have the list of books. We read our kids a bunch of Tommy DePaolo books, but he wrote and illustrated like 265 of them. Huh. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, how I am with authors for like grown up books. I'm, I, I, oh, I remember I, those books, but I don't know kids books, authors. I know the books, but not the, yeah, we have books that look like that. So probably. Yeah. I remember those. From yeah. My ute. Yeah. I'm looking for, uh. Uh, oh, oh my God! He wrote the Bill and Pete books. Bill and Pete, Bill and Pete go down the Nile. Bill and Pete to the rescue. And I believe Bill where, was a crocodile and Pete was a little bird. Okay, good because I was going to ask. Vice versa. Where are their parents? They, I don't know if kids should be going down the Nile. <laughs> um, uh, and why did you bring this up? Oh, just we were talking about children's books. Oh, okay, Every, everybody poops. I didn't he didn't write he, that one. I didn't know if he got the coronavirus or he actually believed not everybody poops. It was, was in, controversial. He was in Vietnam, or I was just trying to follow the thread here. No, no, no. Children's books, Jack. Okay, children's gotcha. books. Fantastic. Well, let's see. I love you, Mouse. I think we read our kids that. Uh, let's see. Eh, quite a few of them. I don't know. Google it. What am I over here? <laughs> Wikipedia? Ah, oh, boy. I read Fifty Shades of Grey Davis. Sucks. Oh, wow. Not sexy. <laughs> well. Not even a little. I guess that's it. When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before. We're hospital-grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask, no Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doingourpart.